Welcome to hour number four of Rosie on the House. It's our 10 o'clock hour. We dive deep into housing topics. 7 o'clock. Arizona People, Places, and Thing. Kind of a magazine hour. Hour number two is outdoor living. We talk to arborists. We talk to nursery professionals. We talk to the Farm Bureau. Hour number three, the 9 o'clock hour, open lines. Anything you want to talk about your house, home, castle, or cabin. And 10 o'clock topic hour, one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE for you. And this Saturday, we have it broken into two topics. First half hour, we're going to talk outdoor lighting with Arizona Outdoor Lighting. Wow, pretty obvious, guys. Good job on the naming there. <laughs> a lot of times you get very uh, you know, names that sound cool, but you have no idea what they mean. Arizona Outdoor Easy Landscape Lighting. Pretty Pretty simple. And then second half hour, we'll be talking about solar safe pool covers. Tom's here and has a, a special guest with him that will save the uh, the announcements of keep a little suspense. It's it's a little intimidating. You know, when the old KTAR studios on Central, when you would walk in, they used to have portraits of all the voice talents and hosts that have been on air over the years and their hundred years of, of broadcasting. So you would walk by and it's like you know, all these eyes looking at you as you walk to the broadcast studio really kind of helped you get in the right mindset. And this new studio, they're out over on 16th Street. They don't have that. But uh, I will say, uh, having someone else of that stature sitting over here, it, it kind of brings back that feeling like all eyes are on you. Do, do, do us proud. So we'll, we'll enjoy uh, talking to our guests in the next half hour as it relates to pool covers. And I'll give you a hint if you know Arizona. It's a gentleman that coined the phrase, uh, watch your kids around water. So we'll enjoy talking with uh, with them here in the next half hour. Right now, we have Mr. Tom Gray and Mike Johnson of Arizona Outdoor Landscape Lighting. We're going into shorter days, but perfect outdoor setting. Exactly. And one of the things that I... I am in huge need of your service. Do you light horse arenas? Absolutely. Okay. So we, I get home. I've got about an hour drive to get out to Whitman if I'm in Phoenix. If I'm in Tucson, it takes three. If I'm coming from Prescott or Flag, you know, it could be an hour and a half to uh, three hours. Well, you get home and the weather's absolutely perfect. It's 630, but it's been dark for an hour and a half. Lighting. Perfect solution. It's that time of year you get a whole nother room for your house, your backyard. You get to spend evenings doing what you would normally be inside doing. And you've got all the benefits of the desert. No insects, very little. Uh, Beautiful skies at night. Billions of stars out there. Make it a usable space. Like you said, it's taking your living outdoors to enjoy what we've moved here for. Or what a lot of y'all did. Uh, Tom, you're from Dakotas, I assume. You might have weather might have had something to do with you relocating. A bit, yeah. <laughs> when you're sitting behind a screen door, so you don't get chewed up by the mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah. Here's quite nicer. So, talk us through what a outdoor landscape lighting professional specializes in. I mean, it. Yes, you go outside and you light the outdoors. A lot more to it than that. There's a lot more to it than that. What we're looking to do is uh, first find out what the uh, homeowner is looking for. Uh, using that outdoor space uh, and making it functional, but also aesthetic. And then there's also a need for security at night. Typically, we look at the front yard um, as a place to light for security, and the backyard as being a functional entertainment space. 
And you don't want to do that to the point where you aggravate your neighbors. Lighting for security doesn't mean uh, light bombs. No, it's putting got, on it should big be, spotlights. It should be subtle. <laughs> it should be subtle. Absolutely. It should complement the home. You don't need a lot of night light at night to provide that security. No, we uh, we've seen it overdone. We've we've all seen it overdone. Or the annoying one that's on a motion sensor that the neighborhood cat sets off, or dog, or whoever. Even wind blowing a, a palm tree or a leaf branch could could constantly set it exactly. on. Exactly. We actually we avoid those. Actually, <laughs> a low voltage lighting system is going to come on at dusk and go off at dawn. That way, all the lights that are necessary and functional are going to be on already. So there's really no need for the motion light. And with that low voltage, it's a lot more efficient than putting a big halogen spotlight on there. Absolutely. You're talking about a 75-watt halogen bulb versus a 5-watt LED bulb. 5-watt. Five 5-watt. Five They're down to 5. They're down to 5. <laughs> yeah, it's the equivalent of about a 25-watt halogen bulb. But 80% of the energy generated by a 25-watt halogen is expended as heat. With an LED bulb, that 5 watts all goes toward light. So there's no wasted energy. And life, life of uh, LED is much longer than the life cycle of a halogen. Ten times longer, easily, which saves uh, all that crawling around in the dirt, changing bulbs. So you're going down in watts, down to five from, what was the, the halogen? Uh, 25. So, so you're going down to five, and you're going from about 2,000 to 5,000 hours life expectancy to 50,000 hours. So at 10 hours a night with those lights on, you're going to get 12, 13 years out of a lamp. <laughs> Thanks for – I was actually getting my calculator out and started doing the math. I did the math, Romy. <laughs> You've done it before. <laughs> done it before. <laughs> That's incredible. And it's fairly new technology. Absol I would say absolutely. when that LED burns out, if we're still using LED or if there hasn't been something new, I mean, you're probably going to be looking at 20, 25-year light expectancy. Uh, well, and when they give it a 50,000-hour life expectancy, it's conservative. So in other words, we started really going – 100% LED in 2011, so we haven't seen those failures yet. So we really don't know what year that's going to happen. So Six years under the belt so far, look, so look, good. Looking forward to see. <laughs> That'll yeah. be very interesting. Where do you guys do your light selections at? I mean, I, I'm not seeing this as something that uh, you're walking by a box store and it's got a 10-cent solar knob on the top that you stick in the ground. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's That's far too limited. There's so many different effects you can gain. Using different types of fixtures, different beam spreads, different different brightnesses. It's just there's a lot of tricks, so we've got to have access to all custom fixtures and choice of lamps. So where where is there like a showroom that, that y'all like that you take somebody through? Is no, a lot of your business done at night? A lot of our business is done from photos. Mm -hmm. We have photos online. We have photos in books. Since we're actually doing the work at someone's home. We take that, we can walk around a yard in the daylight and discuss all of those different effects on site. Um, to see fixtures in a showroom is limited. It just doesn't give you the idea hey, in your look, yard it's a bulb what we're going to do, what, what picture we're going to paint. Yeah, That makes sense because just looking at what the fixture is doesn't give you an idea of what that light cast is going to look like. Absolutely not. Favorite job to date? Do you have do you have one you just look back on? And you're like, man, this is every single job. We peaked right here, <laughs> Romy. Every job we do that gets a phone call that just says thank you, this is amazing, is our is our new favorite, and it happens a lot.
size of jobs. I mean, how how much lighting do we need? If we're going from 25 down to 5, do we need additional it, lights? It, it's, it's not a difference in the number of lights. It's just a huge energy savings is what you're looking at. Um, typical home may have 10 lights in front, 10 or 15 out back. So, so is it easy to take maybe somebody that invested a lot in a halogen exterior lighting and switch all the bulbs out? Extremely, is that extremely easy. They're all drop-in, definitely. And is it just the bulb, or is there it's a just converter a bulb. you have to change? The, the only fixtures we don't want to put new LED bulbs in are those uh, what we call the cheap box store fixtures because they're not waterproof. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to protect the bulb. So a quality fixture, it's an easy five-minute drop-in. Now, how do you get into a business like this? Um, I have 30 years in landscape design and install, so I know all aspects of landscaping, and it boiled down to this is my passion is lighting. You got so, uh, the, the niche inside the industry. Exactly. So, do you a chance work, to simplify? Do you work with not a lot, obviously homeowners, but do you work with a lot of landscape architects and contractors as well as a sub? Not so many of those. We do uh, a lot with HOAs, mm. so apartment complexes, um, subdivision entries, and common areas, things like that. Travel, I mean, radius. Have truck will travel. Where do you, uh, where are y'all the, based the, out? The of? valley, really. Nothing, nothing in Maricopa. The north. Okay. Maricopa. Yeah. Well, Sure. And Tom, what's your background in the industry? Yeah, um, Mike and I have known each other for, gosh, 15 years. Yep. And I've been with him ever since the start of Arizona Outdoor Landscape Lighting. And it's just, it's wonderful as a general manager just to see the the final product when you've got a customer that had, say, you know, some solar lights or even some older big box <laughs> store lights. And then they see just a few tweaks. And there's times we've gone out at night because we're all about local service. So we don't just finish the job and then you never see us again. We're there for service and support. So to come out and even just even one tweak of a fixture to see the final effect on a wall or on a tree, it's just to see the customers light up, that's probably where I get the satisfaction. So Mike and I have just been great friends and known each other forever. And I could just see the, the overall goal of this just being the direction that we wanted to go. Now, is there anything we can do to program it? You mentioned security earlier. I mean, it, to, to change the effect from day to day, or is it going to be the same effect every single night when that sun goes down? And that there, there are transformers now. That's the power pack or the, the heart of a system that are being developed where there are apps you can install on them and then control them from your phone. Uh, Let's bring tip, up the lighting. It, we got it, a little it's party. A neat, it's a neat gadget, but it's not something the typical homeowner wants to deal with. What they want are for the lights to come on at night and go off in the morning without having to deal with a lot of details. Okay. And, but that is available. So that And will different lights can be on different zones? So if you want to increase this accent Cor- or correct. And as you can imagine, lighting you, for the yard. And when you start getting into special areas like that, the cost increases. Oh, sure. So, <laughs> uh, again, that's a consideration. Yeah, even to point, uh, Dave and I were speaking earlier, and he mentioned, you know, in the past he had done some install of lights on his own. What we find interesting is even just a tweak of a bulb. So a bulb, like Mike mentioned, could have a different beam spread and or it could have different wattage or different Kelvin temperature, which would be the color temperature. So it would be a look more yellow ambient for your backyard for basically, you know, the overall aesthetics or the security in the front yard, which could be a whiter, more of a, a bright white. Those little differences with a homeowner is amazing from what they're used to with just one singular system. So just bulbs within a fixture, as well as the fixture that's designed for a certain effect, that's where the fun comes in. 
Tom Gray, Mike Johnson, Arizona Outdoor Landscape Lighting. If you'd like to talk to a little outdoor landscape lighting, one 767 4348 That's one for you. Reminder, tomorrow we close voting. Our first ever home maintenance calendar in celebration of our 30-year anniversary hits the market this uh, for 2018, and we're have been collecting photos from our listeners of Arizona landscape and wildlife. Go to rosieonthehouse.com, select calendar. You'll see the 104 entries we have have approved to get on the list and pick your favorite 12, email it to us, and that'll the top 12 receiving votes will go into our home maintenance calendar. Kind of a way to incorporate our listeners into a fun new uh, feature here at Rosie on the House, and it will be a free calendar. All you have to do is email us and Tell us where to send it, and it'll be uh, delivered in your mailbox uh, all year all year long. And it'll have your maintenance tips that you need to be doing every month to keep up with your home so you can go enjoy more of these beautiful landscape and wildlife sceneries that, uh, that are available around our great state of Arizona. We're talking right now with Arizona Outdoor Landscape Lighting. Yeah, we're talking during the break about tweaking the lighting. You know, once you get it installed and done, how do you know that that light casts exactly the way it needs to, or maybe it didn't happen. Maybe it's a little different than they had pictured in the photo. What what kind of aftermarket tweaking, or after install tweaking? There's there's not always a lot of tweaking to do when an original install tweaking is generally done as a landscape matures. Trees change shape. Uh, trees disappear from landscapes. <laughs> um, so it's really as a, as a landscape matures, tweaking is done. Uh, we've installed enough lights. We we know exactly what they're going to do. And so, when a tree disappears, is it easy to abandon that light or disconnect that one in the chain? Absolutely. That's one of the joys of LED. Uh, halogen, everything had to be plotted based on voltage drop. Mm-hmm. So to move a light from one area of the yard to another was basically a huge calculation task. Now with LED, things could be moved anywhere, added anywhere on the line. Completely changed, completely abandoned. It doesn't affect the system. Light emitting diodes, LED, have really revolutionized your your lighting, the, the lighting industry altogether. But the landscape lighting, you were talking about the calculation. You know, somebody that went to you know landscape architect school and spent a lot of time on like completely that's a whole nother aspect there yeah that's <laughs> a whole other aspect you in don't that even education. consider when they're drawing pictures they've done a lot of calculations to, to place each of those fixtures yeah. what you had mentioned your favorite job is the one that just the homeowners enjoy and they say thank you and you know servicing your customers is obviously very uh passionate thing for you what are you like the the cobbler that has whose kids have no shoes? I mean, if I come to Mike Johnson's house, is is even, it <laughs> in the even, evening? Even the cabin in the woods is well lit, right? It's, uh, quite quite nice. Yeah, nice. I, I love it. I, that was one thing I was thinking when you said Maricopa County. How much fun this would be to do in a uh, under the ponderosa pines uh, and, and, I, the... and i wish my neighbors would do the same with their cabins <laughs> but, um tom actually did uh was it an apartment building in prescott yep in yeah. prescott so we have gone out of town for for specific jobs but we're a fairly small company we can't really spread out too far and service is big for you so to send a truck 150 miles for one exactly. little thing is pretty yeah. 
And I'll have to admit, one of the joys of LED is service calls are few and far between. Yeah. Not the, like they were. The one in Prescott was fun because we had a flag about the size of who knows what, <laughs> like a dealership flag. Mm-hmm. You guys might even see it when you're cruising up to Prescott. It would be in, uh, right on your right-hand side, and that thing is just lit up to no tomorrow. And it's it's just that itself, being able to design that and put that uh, within bricks, and uh, it's almost like you're in a commercial complex. And it, it, but it's an apartment complex. Correct. So you can see it on the right as you're traveling in on 69. Yep, that's correct. Where? I'm past Prescott Valley? Am I past the Costco? You know, yeah, you would be past... past Prescott Valley. You know, as a matter of fact, I think that dealership, there's another dealership up and to the left of that. Mm-hmm. So it would be probably the first flag you'd see, and then you'd end up seeing that dealership a little bit further. This guy remembers everything. <laughs> Well, and there's a, a great flag shop as you come around the corner on the right-hand side that a lot of these come from, the American-made flags, and I can't remember the name of it, Could but be. I bought my flagpole from there, too, just uh, you know, big, sturdy, American-made. There's nothing chaps my hide more than American-made flag, or an American flag, you turn on the back and it doesn't say, made in America. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what a contradiction there. Can't right. have it. So, ma- mainly in the Valley. Absolutely. We're... What, what are we at? Our winter solstice is the 21st. I mean, you're looking at 15, 16 hours of night at that point. How is this affecting uh, energy bills? I mean, I know we're going down to, to five. Again, we're talking about a typical system that might have 80 to 100 watt draw. So 100 watts, if that whole system ran for 10 hours, would use one kilowatt of electricity which is what a dime mm-hmm. so it's not expensive if there was a concern we could put another control on the transformer so the lights will come on at dusk and then shut off in four hours or six hours or eight hours but typically for security reasons we'll even keep it till all the dawn. Way to dawn absolutely because it, it, we're talking pennies well and you're leaving for work and it's still dark outside yeah. and that, that what, a, what a joy to walk outside yeah. and be able to see where you're going yeah get to your I, that's one thing misconception that you know it's, it's going to cost a lot it's really Pennies. The operating cost. Arizona Outdoor Landscape Lighting. You can find them at rosieonthehouse.com or azoutdoorlighting.com. AZ Outdoor Lighting. Pretty easy. Thanks for joining us in the studio. Thank you, Ron. Thank you very much. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. I say it's all right. On a beautiful Arizona Saturday morning, you're tuned into Rosie on the House, your Saturday morning for tradition for 29 years. And join this hour, Mr. Tom Bonner, Solar Safe Pool Covers. This isn't uh, your first rodeo in here, Cowboy. Welcome back to the broadcast. Thank you. Always a pleasure. And you brought with you legendary broadcaster and weatherman and uh, uh, all around good show guy. Up here. Yeah, Mr. Dave Muncie. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good morning, everybody. Sounds like we're going to have a hard time stopping on top, staying on topic of pool covers. We were talking Cajun food and, uh, you know, Baby K and Dr. Rosie from the day and talking shellfish and uh, we're talking North Dakota. Y'all had a common tie back there. We're going we're gonna to have to stick on topic. Tom, keep us focused here. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, appreciate the opportunity to be back here again. Um, we make a very particular pool cover that just about every pool owner can find some benefit from. And we'll talk about several of those issues. But 
Um, the one that most people get the most benefit from are the folks that need pool safety. And uh, just like an awful lot of people here in town, I used to go to bed watching Dave do his broadcast <clears throat> at 9 o'clock at night. And um, when he retired, I messaged him the next day just to congratulate him and and uh, had the brilliant idea of thinking, you know, are you looking for perhaps to represent a company as a spokesperson? And uh, Dave responded back, and I'll let him tell the story about his new ventures. Well, what we uh, what we did is we got together after I was uh, messaged by Tom. I gave him a call, and uh, we sat down. And basically what I said to Tom was is, what I'm looking for is I'm looking for something to continue in water safety. I want to continue that message. I want to continue helping in that field. And that's what I'm looking for for uh, anything that I do from this point on. And so we sat down and we took a look at solar safe pool covers. We uh, took a look at the advantages that they had. And if you if you look at the advertising for solar safe, you're going to see a, a big circle, a big pie. And there are several wedges out of that pie. And those wedges all represent the advantages that a solar safe pool company has a cover has uh, for you. And uh, there are there are several slices. I think there are probably five slices of that pie. I'm only interested in one of them. I, I think they're all advantageous. I think they're all really good. But there's one that's red, and that's the safety one. And that's the one to me that's the most important. And because no matter how it, it, much water you don't lose, no matter how clean it keeps your pool, no matter any of the other advantages of your swimming pool, if you lose a child in that swimming pool, your child in that swimming pool, everything's over. There's, it doesn't go beyond that point. Uh, all of the other stuff is forget it. So that's the most important thing of all, and that is to keep that swimming pool safe. You know, when you, when you go out and you buy a, a hair blower, they give you a little warning on the hair blower. Don't use this in the shower. I don't know Dave, where they came up with that one, but when you buy a swimming how pool... You how many hair blowers have you bought in your lifetime? <laughs> I bought a few. You know, I bought a few back in the old days. You know, it's, it's like I tell people I had hair when I needed it. But uh, when you buy that hair blower, you get a warning. And when you buy a swimming pool, you don't necessarily get a warning with it. And uh, so that's what we're here to do. We're here to give you that warning with the swimming pool and let you know that there are ways to make that, uh, that swimming pool a, a fun experience, uh, a, a less expensive experience, but most importantly, a safe experience. And when you're talking to the safety element of a solar safe pool cover, I, if there's a safer cover or barrier on the market, it because there's no pool in the backyard. I mean, there, you yeah. can climb over fence. Fences have doors. Uh, locks yeah. can be unlocked. I mean, yes. you, when a solar safe pool cover is on, you, you, there's no way in. You, you got to yeah. get a, a pretty sharp knife and start cutting away. Yeah, got to get a crowbar or something, uh, open it up and get it open. And that's the, that's the, uh, the thing. As you say, almost everything that you use for safety, uh, uh, there, there's a way around it. Uh, and, but there's not a way around a properly installed solar safe pool cover. There's not a way around it. And so if you're looking for perfect safety, if you're looking for peace of mind, especially for people that leave the state, if you're going to leave the state and you're going to leave an open body of water in your backyard, cover it. And 
from the safety aspect of it, the strength. What what happens if somebody steps on this pool cover? You, if you've ever seen uh, Mel Gibson, he shoots that guy in the pool, and the pool cover is what kills him, not the bullet yeah, wound. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking <laughs> about. You're not going to yeah. fall through this cover. I well, know the scene. And, well, <laughs> if you look at the advertising and the advertising that we have right now, we have a picture of myself and three children standing on the cover. And that that, that's a, that, that was a, a, a snapshot that we picked for that day. There were about 12 of us out on the cover at the time. There were, there were myself and about 10 kids uh, out on that cover at the time. When they took the shot, in the shot, all you see is three or four of the kids, but there were there were several of us uh, on the uh, cover, and we're also going. We Tom and I have been talking. We've kind of been brainstorming on things to come up with and ideas to show. We're gonna we're gonna put some pretty heavy people on the one of those covers, probably holding me like a baby, and uh, we'll see how that works out. But we're gonna find some pretty heavy people to put on that cover and show how much weight it can take. I don't know how much he's lost, but I'm thinking Charles Barkley. So just just to put a definition, I know to he's this. gone to a weight loss program, but he's a big guy. I mean, he used to come down to Baby K's, and that guy can eat a pile of crawfish. Yeah, he I comes mean, and goes on his weight. At, he's at up close and down. to seven feet tall. You're just gonna weigh yeah. a lot, no matter how lean you are. Um, I think Charles Barkley holding Dave above his head. That's what I'm visioning, Tom. Well, if you can if you can arrange <laughs> the phone call to Charles, I'll certainly talk to him, and I'm sure Dave's up for it. Our covers are ASTM approved as a safety cover, which means they have to withstand 485 pounds, which is basically two adults and one child. But as you can tell from the pictures that we have on the website and the video we shot with Dave, your entire block could be on the cover, basically, because it's like walking on a waterbed. You have to have water in the pool for our cover to work. So all it's going to do is dissipate uh, the water as you're stepping on it. But um, yeah, if you go to the website, you'll see somebody walking on water. I'm not sure the last time when you saw that, but Dave's a pretty special guy. <laughs> Is there a halo over it, too? Uh, we haven't we photoshopped that, that yet. one yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's coming up. <clears throat> so, <laughs> that's coming up. <clears throat> With the water in it. That makes going outside the safety benefit. That goes back into the usability. You don't have to drain it, so you don't have to get a permit. I don't know if you know, most people don't know to drain your pool, you need to get a permit. That water has to uh, be accounted for. Then you've got the expense of refilling it if you're ever going to use it. And a drained pool, uh, pool's designed to hold water. And without water in it, it starts to deteriorate in its capability and water usage. So the pool stays full of water. The cover goes on it. It prevents evaporation. You have turned the pump com- almost. Did you you turn it completely off in one of your tests? Yeah. So when you look at um, the potpourri of people that have pools, as people pools pools have a life cycle. In the beginning, people love them, and after ten or fifteen years, they start. When to the go, kids are gone. Yeah, they <laughs> they start to go the other way. And and so uh, we fifty thousandth time you've had to go brush it after a oh, monsoon. Yeah. So uh, we kind of developed the concept of hibernating the pool, and you can hibernate it, meaning you can turn the pump off, and you don't need chemicals. It always has to have water in it. Um, you can shut off for the entire winter. So right now, when people are they've stopped swimming, they literally can shut the pool off, and as long as the water's properly balanced then it will make it through to the next spring or summer and you can fire it back up. 
or we have the people that long-term hibernate. And if you go to the, the website, you'll see a pool that uh, actually that video was shot um, after the cover had been on for eight years. And that was just a couple days before the first time I came to see you two years ago to be on my, in my first uh, in-studio um, appearance. But <clears throat> uh, that pool since at 10 years, we took the cover off and we refinished it. And um, that actually happened to be my parents' pool. But yeah, you can shut it off literally forever. So the snowbird that goes out of town in the summer, it's okay to leave the house, but you can't leave the pool. So we can save people a couple thousand dollars a year in, in, uh, in maintenance costs, particularly if you have a pool service guy. And if you don't need the pool anymore, this is by far the cheapest way. And you don't have to bury it. And you don't have to tell your title company that there's a buried pool in the backyard. So you can just hibernate it. And that does, for the people with young kids that are in the market looking for a home with a pool, it obviously you have that value for that buyer at the time you're ready to sell, but it, it's cost you nothing to maintain. And because it's so thick, the light doesn't get through, which keeps it, you know, if it was a clear one, you would get a lot of algae growth in it and Correct. a lot of, you know, fun, you know, everything that grows out of water, which is everything in life. With that darkness, it doesn't, that light can't get in. And it doesn't. I mean, that one you pulled off after eight years, it took you oh, two weeks to get it back to swimming condition. And that was uh, no, I mean, no, gradual. It, it, yeah, I mean, it basically was ready to go. All we had to do was fire it up and put chemicals in it. Um, the plaster gets dingy. The little bit of dust that can get underneath the edge, because we come up on the deck about a foot and we lock it down. But, you know, in a good monsoon blow, you can get a little dust that can get under there. So that will settle on the plaster. So you could do a simple acid wash at the end of, you know, your five or ten year time frame. Um, and then you can fire the pool right back up, put in fresh water, and you're ready to go again. How long can I expect a cover to last? We have an eight-year warranty on them. It really depends on how well you treat it. We recommend that people clean and condition it a couple times a year. Um, you'll get anywhere from six to nine or ten years. Do you offer that a cleaning service yes. as part of it? Yes, we offer either the chemicals. You can, you know, our customers know they can call us up and we can ship them the chemicals. Or if they don't want to provide the elbow grease, we have uh, a gentleman that that's what he does full time. Is just goes out and cleans covers. Does it? Does he do it while it's in place, or do you have to disconnect it, move it to the flat no, ground? No, we, we, we do it in place. We've got it pretty much down to a science. That's pretty neat. And can I, with technology, with Google Earth, can I you know, like send you my home address and you can look at the pool and be like, ah, you need this? Yeah, <clears throat> we can't tell sometimes textures, like if there's a, a step up every six inches or something. You can't see that from Google. But we certainly, every time we look, we can tell the length and width. We can come up with a ballpark pricing. Um, our covers run five fifty to six dollars a square foot installed, and uh, generally we get them installed in one day with a crew. I think there's a huge market for people that you could just cut and ship this to outside of the state. Well, the challenge is getting them to use the hammer drill to put the anchors in their deck. Um, we've sold not even a handful of covers to people that said they could do the work. 
But the beauty of what we do is we actually cut it and sew it on the job site so it fits like a glove. Anything we would do off of a template is not going to quite fit the way it is with, with the way we do it with uh, the infield installation. Still got to the, – the product would work. It's the install that you can't quality control from Correct. Correct. across state lines. Correct. Mr. Dave Muncy, legendary Arizona broadcaster and weatherman, you got the whole room stirred up here. <laughs> yes. Well, this is uh, this is different for me. I enjoy. You know, I've always enjoyed radio. I just love radio uh, because uh, nobody can see you, number one, and uh, so you can you can show up any way you want. And uh, 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 imagination is the key on radio. You can, you know, uh, Stan Freeberg, if you, if you go back far enough to remember Stan Freeberg, he used to do a lot of things that this is what you can do on radio. And he would have a ship coming in and he would have a plane over the top of it. And it would, whatever your imagination can take. So, yeah, I enjoy doing radio. Wonderful. Well, you're a natural at it. We appreciate you coming in this Saturday morning to join Tom at Solar Safe Pool Covers. Spreading the awareness that, that this great solution for pool owners is available. Uh, we've gone that what real quick the solar aspect. What is what does that tie into the? How does that tie in? So most people are familiar with the blue bubble solar blankets. Um, those do a great job helping to extend the season. Ours does exactly the same thing. The difference is you heat the pool through the infrared, not through the visual light. So. The blue bubble covers obviously are not safety at all. In fact, you just don't want to have one if you have a little kid or even a pet around it. Um, but they also can throw the water chemistry off because they exaggerate the sunlight, whereas ours uh, is opaque. So you don't really allow the sunlight to come through, yet you still get the infrared benefit of the, of the solar. And those ones you're talking about, they only do with a couple top inches. I mean, this, this cover... <clears throat> Through that technology, much more of the pool is... Well, similar principle. I mean, we both heat the pool, but what we tell people to do is to run their pool equipment during the afternoon. It may be peak electricity time, but it stirs the water up and it takes that solar heat as it comes off the, the bottom of the cover and it stirs it into the pool. And you're talking about extending season, so you're ready to swim... May well, we, the personal preference on yeah, what kind of it, water temperature you like. Temperature but. is is very personal. I mean, the older you get, I mean, ninety starts to feel really <laughs> good, and I don't think if I yeah. fell in, I would die at ninety. But um, yeah, so we add you know four to six weeks on the end of either season, depending on the people's temperature uh, tolerance. And people in Tucson saw you last week at Saba Home Show. Next week, people in Phoenix can see at the Maricopa County Home Shows at Westworld. Correct. And Dave will be there. He'll be manning we'll be the booth. There long. Say hi to people and talk about the safety aspects uh, of the pool cover as well. And you're also active in a lot of areas of water safety. Well, I'm working with the YMCA now. I do have a few clients uh, that I'm working with uh, that are not necessarily involved in water safety. The Y is, but uh, the clients that are not involved in water safety allow me to end my advertising with watch your kids around water. So that's good to get that phrase back out there again. You know, the one thing that I do know uh, in all my years of water safety is that people do 
forget to lock the gate. People do look away. People do walk away. People do answer the phone. People go in the house for different reasons. Uh, it, it, there, are, there was once a, a study done by uh, a national business company, and they found out that a lot of drownings occurred in the home when something new was in the home, when they put in new carpeting, when they bought a new car, when something different was happening. So we know, or at least I know, that no matter how safe you are and no matter what plan you have, there is always danger when you have a body of water on your property. And so that's one of the reasons that I'm so adamant about these pool covers uh, and about all water safety uh, uh, events because the fact is, is that there's nothing more permanent than the loss of a child. When that child's gone, you're not getting them back, and that's all there is to it. And there's no pool, Tom, you can't cover. We've seen a lot of introduction of boulders and water features, and it's not a standard rectangle anymore. They've gotten very uh, design element as, as a landscape feature, not just a pool to swim in. But all of the, I mean, all of those you can still cover. I mean, there are going to be some really large exotic pools that, in upper-end homes that they probably don't care about the features and wouldn't want to take the cover off. But for the most part, we can cover about anything. We actually make two covers. We make the lockdown power lock safety cover, which we've been talking about. Then we also have a floating thermal cover. We do those on commercial pools and residential. And, you know, you can see those pictures on the website. But the, the beauty of the power lock and Dave referred to the pie chart, whatever feature you're looking for, chances are you're going to enjoy the others. So even if safety was your primary, you're going to enjoy the others. But the beauty of our product is it pays for itself. It really doesn't cost you any money. If you don't have the, the ability to write the check or hand us the credit card, we can finance. And the finance payment is going to be less per month than what we're going to save you on chemicals, electricity, and water. So you can have the best safety product out there, and it doesn't cost you money. Whereas fences and nets, there's a cost. They don't do anything other than safety. They, they don't save you on chemicals, electricity, and water. And cleanup. I mean, you were talking earlier just about the amount of dirt that can be kept out of it during the monsoon season, which you should be swimming in water with their lightning storms. <laughs> blowing through town anyway that was what that was our oh that was always our our disappointment is right in the middle of swim season you have to sit inside and look outside with the lightning and just sit indoors solarsafepoolcovers.com you can find them at pool category at rosieonthehouse.com mr dave muncie thanks for coming down with us thank this you. morning it's been a pleasure having you on the broadcast tom thanks. thank you sir always a pleasure thanks for the service you provide and part in being every arizona homeowner's best friend Next Saturday, we'll be talking aging in place with Todd Whitaker Drywall.